is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Oh. Welcome back, guys. Uh, Cowboys are 3-0. and 3-0, and we are celebrating here. You know, after a victory against the Dolphins, a game that we didn't necessarily expect to be flowing the way it did, did it? Kind of like the show. No, yeah. we were flying by to see our pants this morning, and at one point in the game, I guess you might say the same thing about the Cowboys, but they got it all together and started rolling. Nobody happened here. The Cowboys had a meeting, too. They were running yeah. late to the game. It took them a little bit to... People were just going to hit play and think, well, what's going on? But, like, I'm telling you, 30 seconds ago, neither one of these two, Derek or Amber, were Ten seconds here, ago. come <laughs> flying in. As, the, as you hear the open going, a little flustered, Amber takes over, boom. It's kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of like what happened in the third yeah, quarter. Cowboys were to... like, "Oh, well, we're playing, <laughs> we're playing a football game. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's yeah. go." And Cowboys. Then before you know it, they're going to have a great show. Cowboys do get the big win yesterday, thirty-one to six. The score, I don't know. The score maybe tells the story. I think yeah. more than anything else, it's kind of a story of two halves. The first half probably wasn't the Cowboys' best football, and if you talk to the players after the game, they even talk about some moments where um, I think maybe they made some decisions. The quarterback, in particular, made some decisions that. Maybe they wouldn't have made if they were playing, let's say, the the Saints next week. But uh, all in all, Cowboys do come out with a big win, and they move to 3-0 and and looking really good in their division where the Eagles lose yesterday, and so the next closest team is 1-2. and Let's start first with Dak. Um, obviously, uh, Dak is is the engine I think that makes this thing, that has been making this thing go over the last couple weeks. He was 19 of 32, 59 percent completion uh, percentage, 246 yards, two touchdowns, and interception, um, and also a rush touchdown. Talk to me just overall about what you thought of his performance because I think there were a lot of different facets to that. Yeah, I mean, just like we've seen in the first two games that he didn't play as great early on. He's having a hard time, I think, uh, coming out of the gate in the first half and playing his best football. But for whatever the reason, at a halftime in the third quarter, he's really uh, – you can't say anything other than perfect because that's what his quarterback rating has been in the third quarter um, this season. He's been outstanding. And, you know, he kind of f- figures it out, and he definitely did against the Dolphins. And so it um, wasn't his best game, but it was a, a very good game, especially in the second half. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, my, I guess my main impression of this is – I can't kill them too much because they woke up and they won. I mean, this this game was never really in doubt right. after halftime. But we gave Jason Garrett so much praise for the way he keeps these guys focused, and they didn't look focused when this game started. None of them did. Uh, to your point, like, no, Dak has never played a perfect game in his life, and he's thrown plenty of interceptions. But he just it was an uncharacteristic performance on his part, which he even admitted to after the game, saying, like, I was being greedy, I was looking for kill shots. Uh, just doing uncharacteristic things. Like I, I said on Twitter, I thought they were playing the game like a 10-year-old plays Madden. Like they yeah. were just like, they were like, these guys are not as good as us, and we're going to try to win the game on every play. Like every play should be a 60-yard touchdown, and that's how Dak approached it in the beginning. It looked sloppy. Uh, you know, not to take any credit away from the Dolphins, but 
you compare the defense's first half to the second half, certainly looked like they were trying a lot harder. I mean, they just looked flat, like 200 yards by the Dolphins at halftime, 65, I think, after. I mean, that's such a gigantic discrepancy that, um, like I said, whether you want to call it lack of focus, being flat, or maybe they just weren't expecting the Dolphins to try that hard. I don't know the, the what the actual truth is, but that's what it looked like. And they snapped out of it real quick after halftime and played the way they were supposed to. You know, I know that what matters is at the end of the game, what you do and when you come off with a win. But I, I'll be honest, I am concerned. Dak, we've seen, it takes him, like Dave said, it takes him a little bit to get going. And we've seen that in past games, uh, in previous years, these first two games of the season, it's taking him a little bit, but then he'll pick it up pretty quickly. Now, I'm concerned, once you move into other teams that are better, if you keep having slow starts, I mean, that can come and bite you in the butt. We've seen it last year at times where they've had a slow start, then in the second half later, he comes back in, he's killing it, moving the ball down the field and making plays, but under pressure. And sometimes it might be a little too late for that, for the light to come on. And I'm not saying this is something to freak out about. You know, it's very exciting to have the team that the Cowboys have at the moment, but it is something to be concerned of one, uh, about once you start facing better teams. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about that, I, I actually think that I don't know if I don't know if I think he's just off to to really slow starts because yesterday I mean they, they they did score on their first two possessions then it seemed like it kind of went yeah. into a little bit of a lull for the rest of the first half and then obviously third quarter picks up again so it wasn't like it was in my opinion it wasn't like it was the first two games where they they didn't score the first possession in one game I think it was like the first three possessions yeah that they Washington didn't score. got yeah. off um, to a pretty ugly start right but but so I don't think it was that necessarily I just think overall and I kind of agree with you Dave that. It seemed like they were just a little bit flat. It just seemed like there wasn't there wasn't this sense of urgency. They were doing things that were uncharacteristic for them. I mean, I, I think Cheeto had a, a pretty tough several plays uh, in that game, especially early on, that just didn't seem to be characteristic think, for him. I think what they did was is I mean, I, I think they were told all week, you know, let's don't let's come out strong, let's come out fast. And I think they did. I mean, the defense did a nice job early. The offense did a nice job. They went down the field and scored twice. But I think then it's like, oh, yeah, this Here is what go. everyone's talked about. This is going to be terrible. And then they did hit that lull, and yeah. they had to kind of wake up and say, you know, if it wasn't for that fumble right before the half, you know, the Dolphins probably going to have a lead at the half. If Devontae Parker catches a very wide open, I think it was a slant route, it was yeah. definitely going across the middle. I mean, he walks into the end zone if he catches that pass. And they're down 13-10 to 10 at half for sure. But you can't beat them up too bad because the story, I think, of that game is that the running game was was really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And you, you look across the board, the first time the Cowboys have had 200-yard rushers mm-hmm. since 1998. Um, and, they, and Zeke had uh, 125 yards on 19 carries. Pollard had 13 carries for 103 yards, also a touchdown. You know Both, who started that game in 98? The quarterback? Uh, Chris, oh, no, who was it? Jason right Garrett. Did he? Yep. Nice. That. Nice yeah. little nugget right there. Yeah. Huh. Well, now you got me worried because I am I think he started that game. I mean, <laughs> did you now not? Now you're backtracking on yourself? Well, I know he played in the game, but okay. now I'm wondering if he started. I think that was the year that Aikman had a broken collarbone early in the season, and they went to Washington and beat them, and Warren and Emmett Smith both had 100 yards. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to get a firm grasp on how I feel about that game because, I mean— 
what? I think I said 38-10. You said 37-7. What'd you say, Derek? 34-6. 34-6. Amber, what'd you say? I mean, all uh, you're missing like is the sniff. I know. Or, I don't know. Basically. So we were all in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we were, I mean, it, it played out pretty close to what we thought at the end of the day, and it's a 60-minute game. So, I mean, yeah. if they don't look great at halftime, there's a whole other half to play. Right. At the same time, you know, it wasn't the effortless dominance that you probably would have preferred to see. Maybe it was naive to think it would have been because it is still the NFL. But isn't this but what they accomplished the end result? Right. And isn't this what we probably should have thought an NFL game would be like even yeah. against a bad team? Because here's the deal. It, Nick, you talk about it all the time. You beat teams on Wednesday and Thursday, right? These kinds of teams. These kind of teams are also going to probably start off the game playing really really hard they're going to give you their best shot they're going to try they're going to pull everything out like that that's why they go for the onside kick they're trying everything they're going to throw everything at you it's when they get to the second half and they realize man all that stuff that we did and none of it worked and we're still down and then you score on them the first possession and then it's like well here we go and then that's when you start just taking it from them right and then then it becomes that easier game as you go but in the first half, you should expect these are all professionals. They're probably all going to come out giving you their very best. And and it's not until a little later sometimes when these kind of games well, take that. I feel of- like and- that was the case for the Cowboys. I'm sorry. I, I think, yes, the Cowboys came out and they were trying, but not hard enough. Or it just wasn't working. No, I'm talking lo- about the other team. I'm talking about the okay, other team. Yeah. Okay, just in general. And with the Cowboys, a lot of those things were on themselves. Like they were the ones making those mistakes. Yes, there were certain plays where the Dolphins – we're doing things that I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know y'all y'all were doing those kinds of things. All right, but if if we're gonna nitpick it, and that I mean, like I said, like they got to the end result. Like it played out. You take the yeah. totality of the game. It played out pretty similar to what we thought. But 207 yards of offense in the first half. Like again, you're nitpicking here, but. That's my just, column was actually I guess centered on in this room. I usually write it for. Other fans, but I guess, I mean, I kind of said, let's don't start judging ugly blowouts here. <laughs> you know, they blew them out. Like, That's they, what happens they, when you throw in. Well, I mean, know, though. You know, I mean, 21 point about, right? uh, favorites. I mean, it's only happened, what, 35 times? Happened twice this weekend. It's hard to do. They, and, and they, they did it. They covered. Yeah. No, I, I, we're nitpicking, but yeah. like that first half performance by the defense is at least a little bit troubling, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, just you take the, you take it all. In stride. I mean, this is an offense that I think was averaging 192 yards per game over the first two games, and they got that by halftime. Um, you know, and they were yeah. giving us some big chunks but, of yards yeah. too. I mean, it wasn't like they were just dinking and dunking down the field. Like they had, they hit them for some big plays. I, I just can't call a couple field goals troubling. I can't. Not yet. Not a, a couple field goals. We just said yeah, like they, f- they should have scored a touchdown. They, they might have had a touchdown, depending on how you feel about that contested ball between Cheeto and um, Preston Williams. I really thought that was a catch. Honestly, like a which, for the record, I think people that think that are that's a touchdown are crazy. Like, if Des Bryant didn't catch it at Lambeau Field, right. how is that a catch? And he might have had a rough first half. That's an amazing play by Cheeto Awuzie that kind of got brushed aside right. because he struggled early on. He made kinda, a great play on that ball. Yeah. I, I The question I asked in the press box is, how long are we doing this before we? I mean, would we have to give the ball to the ref? I mean, I just he caught he caught it. There's two or three steps. I, don't I mean, the rule is pretty simple. If you're going to the ground, you got to maintain maintain possession through the fall, right? 
Right. It, but isn't like, that the rule? Okay. But like how long? I mean, do you run and, and then all of a sudden you hit Rowdy in, in the end zone and you fumble? Like what is <laughs> I mean, it's a touchdown? He was catching the ball and going to the ground. The point is if you're catching the ball and you're going to the ground, then you have to maintain I possession. I would have said touchdown. But well, whatever. I don't I'm not the a ball, ref. If the ball comes out of your hands <laughs> before, you know, before what? Before, that, yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> tough. I don't think it was Before a catch. you get home, Nick. <laughs> but the ball comes out of your hand before you get home. It's like it's no longer uh, you lost the ball. Like I spiked it. I guess like, and sorry. I'm I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here cuz I know it's the NFL. I know everybody gets paid, but like they effortlessly dominated them in the second half. They went yeah. 0 of 7 on third down. They had 65 yards of offense. They sacked Rosen three times. Where was any of that in the first half? Like, they didn't get home on the pass rush. They gave up chunk plays to the receivers. They weren't terrible against the run, but, I mean, the Dolphins, they went 3 of 8 on third down, so they were, com- I mean, a little less than 50%. That's pretty good for a bad team. Like, it wasn't a good performance. And I know you can't you can't expect to just be effortlessly dominant for 60 minutes against damn near anybody, but I thought they could have played a lot better. I think I do think some of that happens though as a function of the game when you start putting the other team in a position where they have to pass. Yeah. Then it creates a lot of opportunity for your defense to know, okay, they're not going to be running the ball here. Let's just go get them and then you can get more of those sacks. You can you can cover a little bit better cuz you know they're passing. There is no doubt that there's a run or pass, right? right? Because so I think that that helps a little bit as the game keeps going on and Cowboys did get a lot of their big plays defensively. They came a little later in the game when they had a bigger lead. Let me ask you this though. Um and and I don't know what the answer would be, but like the actual game went like this. The Cowboys were up 21 to nothing at the half. And and then in the second half, they they scored a little bit, gave up some, ended up 10-6 on second half, and they win 31-6. Are we talking about a different game at all? I mean, like, are we as worried about that, about what they did in the second no. half? No. Uh, yeah, and that's, Probably not. I mean, I, I... Which is similar to the and first game. let's be game. careful, too. When we say worried, I, I don't think any of us worried. is like... Yeah, I don't think any of us is like, <laughs> oh, my oh, my God, this team's like, I'm, this team's not going anywhere. I, when, it's I all, actually, it's a, it is a relative thing. It's like, if you're trying to find something that's, that's, that's even a bit troublesome about this team, then you'll nitpick a little bit and say, well, maybe the defense yeah. just isn't playing at the expectation level that we had for them that they were going to be... Shutting people out, right? right? They're fourth in the league in scoring defense. They're giving up two touchdowns. Like, they're fine. And not only that, so 14.7 points per game would have won you a lot of games last year when you were only scoring 22. You're scoring 32 right now. So they're fine. I mean, it's early. They haven't played a good team yet. I'm not worried. But if we're, you know. This is a whole hour-long show dedicated to just the Cowboys-Dolphins game. We've got to have something to talk Starting about. Starting the right. season on three straight, 30 points. I don't even know when 2007, Seven. I looked it up last night. Seven. And, and then the next I don't remember game, who they beat. Week four? I, uh, they, won, they They started 5-0 and oh that Rams. year. And then the next game was the Bills, and that was 25-24. That was, was that the Romo game? That was the, I, the Romo Romo's game. Romo's best, worst game of his career, yeah. six, six turnover. You know, we asked we that question yesterday. We ought to do a deep blue on that, on that game. On that game? Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Um, we, I asked you yesterday, I was like, what's the cutoff line to, to pull a quarterback? How many picks, usually? Because I was thinking about the Arkansas game where the guy just threw five. Um, but um, it's not a big deal. But like, so subject right now. Yeah, when, yeah, when, do, you, when do you cut that off? Three, four? But that game, like Romo. Yeah. I think three is where you have the conversation. But you might have the conversation and say, man, this guy, we're just going to keep rolling with him because yeah. either we don't have a better option. Yeah. Or how, how many did like you throw in flag football I, before they took them out? Wow. They took you out? I, I wasn't. Wow. I, I, was, I, wasn't. I just thought I'm of that just real quick. got a little quick. personal <laughs> right there. 
Let's take our first I, that break. That wasn't my problem. <laughs> I had other problems, but that one really wasn't Injury. my problem. All right, let's nah, take our first break when we come back. Uh, I did want to ask you guys the question around the running game. They play had a really good running game. But I want to ask you guys, is this a division of labor that you'd like to see as the season goes on? It was split 60-40 yesterday. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets to today back to the break welcome back it's the second segment of the break live from the swbc mortgage studios at the star we're talking about the cowboys win over the miami dolphins 31 to 6 cowboys moved to 3 and 0 let's talk about the running game as i mentioned earlier zeke and uh and uh, pollard both had great days both over 100 yards yesterday it looked like or not didn't look like it was uh, a split of about 60 40 zeke had about 60 percent of the carries um, Pollard had about 40% of the carries. They both had three uh, passing targets. Um, that being said, is that the kind of division you'd like to see this thing go? Because it, it does seem a bit high for Pollard and a bit low for, for Zeke. This is the third game. You would oh. think he's kind of in, in rhythm at this point and, and, and in shape enough to, to be carrying a heavier load. Do you think that this is an intentional thing where the Cowboys are really trying to keep them closer to that division? Oh, I think I, it was an intentional oh. thing where – the game thirteen was... to two, first half thirteen to two, and I'm sorry to cut you off, oh, but I mean, good. but that's what that's what it, you know. The second half was totally different. I mean, because it was all all going to be Pollard, but in the first half, when your game's still going, I mean, and I don't think that's as good as it should be. I think it should be a little bit closer than that. But I just think it was a nature of the game of why Pollard got it a little bit closer because Zeke wasn't splitting time with him early, like, yeah. Yeah, early on. So I don't know, like. Ten to three, something like that. I mean, what? Where's 66% the sixty-six percent? Seems like they would be, you know, 
So let me ask you this. I know it was it was because, and I assume what this is. What, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. Yeah. So tell me if I'm wrong. I'm assuming what you're saying is that it was because of a blowout that because of a blowout you put him in. Do you think if this was a game that was maybe a 10-point game that they use Zeke to salt the game away, or do they still use Pollard a little bit more there in that yeah. instance because he's fresher? Yes, I, th- I am saying that. I think – oh, I, th- I mean, if it's a close game, I think they use Zeke. I mean, Zeke went in Washington, 10-point game. They need to ice that away. Yeah. It was Zeke and not Pollard doing that. I mean, it's 24-6 at the end of the third, and the Dolphins had not really given any indication that they were going to get off the mat. So I think that's part of it. And don't get me wrong. Like, I want Tony Pollard to have a, a sizable role here, but uh, I don't I don't think it would be some sort of 50-50 thing. In all honesty <laughs> – they came out of the half and Pollard yeah. was on the field, and like I was, right. I was annoyed. I was like, "What's <laughs> what are you doing?" I was like, Were you? I was like "What's going on?" I actually like seeing that. I, I, you don't have Zeke on your fantasy team, do you? <laughs> I don't. I, I actually have. I actually, have, I actually Pollard, have both. But Pollard's on my bench. But that's beside the point. I've always said that I think that if you got a guy that's capable like Pollard, I really wanted the Cowboys to have a running back that's yeah. a second option that you don't have to hold your breath and say what's going on every time he's on the field. Yeah, because that does allow you to. Have have a fresher Zeke, especially, especially as you go down the stretch here and you get into December and January. If he's fresher in those months when the weather might be bad and you might need a game, there might be a game where you need him to go 30, you know, you might need to run him 30 times. I want to take the opportunity now earlier in the season to keep those snaps off of him so that I, I'm saving him. He's fresher once I get down to post uh, to December and, and postseason. I don't think it will be normal to see him crack double-digit carries unless the game's out of hand. I mean, that's – I could be wrong. That's just how I feel about it. But Pollard you're talking yes, about. Yeah. yeah. But – but at least it's cool to see no, that they no, are it's, capable it's of fantastic. doing that. Put it on tape. Two. Show it to people. Let Pollard prove that. I mean, he's clear. Like, he's got juice. Like, he looks dangerous when he hits the hole or when he turns the corner because he gets there so fast. Like, I like what he can bring. I think he needs to have a role. Not necessarily getting 40 to 60% of the, the carries, but, I mean, there's so much you can do with him. I think... At the very least, I would try to get him his own series like at least once per half. And then there's so much stuff you can do with him motioning him. I'm baffled as to why he hasn't been part of the fly sweep jet action stuff. Like that seems like it's tailor made for him, and it could be. Although they did do something interesting yesterday. I don't know if you guys noticed when they went to twenty personnel, which is two running backs, zero tight ends, three wide receivers. He and Zeke were both lined up in the backfield. He goes across the quarterback. And then the quarterback throws the the quick little pass yeah. out there to him in the flat and lets him make a play. I thought he which was going to me, throw it. I kind of thought that thought too for a second, like he was going to get out there and then try to throw. But my point is, oh, what it does is it pass? gets him out. It gets him in motion. It gets him already moving, and it gets him out in space where now he can get some blockers in front of him and try to make some moves. Which I think is very similar to what you're trying to accomplish with a jet sweep. So 100%. I think it's kind of a similar and type thing, right? Tavon Austin, we'll see. You know, we'll see what the week holds for him. We haven't seen him since week one, but like Tony Pollard can do all that stuff, and yeah. I'd like to see it. Um, and again, much like Tavon, he's the type of guy that can impact a defense without ever touching the ball. Um, so, very excited about him. Definitely think he's got a role to play, but I just don't think you're going to see him crack a hundred rushing yards very often in games that aren't blowouts. I mean. I just unless he's got a couple really big plays, yeah. yeah but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he's just not going to get the carry count to get close to those numbers unless 
they're not worried about the outcome. Yeah, I'm all good with that. I just again, I, I love the idea that they have a running back who's actually capable yeah. as no. a number two guy. Use him. Don't let him sit on the sideline. Use him. Even if you got to put him and Zeke out there together, use him. Get out. Because I'll tell you this: the play I just described to you, if they do that enough times, that's going to open up things for Zeke running up the gut because they're going to teams are going to have to respect the fact that when Tony goes out there. He might get the ball, and if he gets the ball quickly, they got to have a linebacker out there trying to stop him. So I think all that stuff plays in together. It's just one more weapon. Don't let him sit on the sideline and waste away. Absolutely, no, I completely agree. He's too good to just wait for Zeke to need a blow. Right. Um, so it's and you know for all they've been hyping him since they picked him, and it was like you kind of roll your eyes at some of it, like okay, Kamara, really? But he's living up to it. I'm not saying he's Kamara because right. Kamara put on a show yesterday, Ooh. but yeah, I was sitting uh, there watching that, like, ooh, that's mm. next Sunday, huh? But Jordan Lewis he's watching that. Yeah, <laughs> I talked to Jordan after the game. I was like, you know, you're after gonna... he tweeted. What did he tweet? It was the best shade of all time. No, I talked to him right after kickoff. It was so great. Zero three. Devon Devon Godshow is the nose tackle for the Dolphins, and he said, he said, if that's the best O line in the league, then what am I? And Jordan Lewis quote tweeted him and said, O and three. The best. He's awesome. The I best. love Jordan yeah. so much. The He's, best. And, and the thing about it is, is that everyone's like, oh, they got him. And and you go ask Jordan, he'll be like, what? What? They, they are. They're 0-3. <laughs> they haven't won. He asked what he what You know, I mean. He actually said, he like, he tweeted later and was like, I feel kind of bad. I didn't need to do him like that. And But, <laughs> but it was good. But the people, people responded. They were like, you didn't feel bad enough to delete the tweet. Hello. Like, ah. Uh, I'm He's, here well, for it. He is a gem. I, yeah, he is. I talked to him. I said, you know, this week there's going to be a lot of Kamara talk, Kamara stopper and stuff like that. And so he was just like, okay. like Yeah, he's got that blank look like, All Yeah, because right. most guys would be like, oh, don't be calling that. Don't be calling me that. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, he only played, what, 10 snaps in that game? Seven. It was, but it, but <laughs> Kamara didn't do anything. And he no. made the one play that, that yeah. probably – yeah. Almost ended the game. It's going to be. I know we'll talk more Saints, but like this is, this is going to be a tough game. I mean, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I mean, you go to New Orleans, it's going to be tough. Sean Payton is a hell of a coach, and he's going to. He, he knows how to get guys ready to go. So, yeah. they they had it. They had a great game plan against Seattle. We we got to watch some of that game, and you know you got to tackle. You yep. have to tackle, and I, and yep. they have been pretty good at tackling. You know the Cowboys. I, I wouldn't say they've missed a lot of tackles this year, but and they faced Barkley. You know, I mean they that was not wasn't the best game, but this yeah. will be interesting. Part of it is the expectation because one of them was All Pro and the other one is a near Pro Bowler and just signed a contract extension. But Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch, like they haven't been bad, but they're going to need to play better. They're gonna need to be like to beat the Saints of the world and stop guys like yeah. Alvin Kamara. They're gonna need to be better you know, than they have been. The, uh, not to try to be like an, an apologist for them, but I do think because they're so good and so young and, and they're both badasses, I think that they get kind of. Lo- There's a lot of times I feel like people say, "Wow, that wasn't a great play by them," but look who they're lo- look who they're losing battles to. I mean, like a receiver comes over the middle and puts a move on them, and they okay, Jalen doesn't. You know, yeah. we'll cover that. I I think that they handle the guys they're supposed to a lot, but when we see them get beat, they get beat by receivers and stuff. I'm like, well, they're not moving them to safety. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a reason why these guys are getting no, beat. There's over the something middle. to be said for Kinda that. Kind of like Tony Pollard. That time Tony Pollard ran right by J- Jalen in practice. That yeah. one, we were like, whoa, yeah. whoa. I'm like, and I'm thinking, well, if he didn't, like, my who'd take you just a- draft? My right. takeaway from that was never 
blaming Jalen. It was Dak. How did you miss that throw? Yeah, that's right. true. That's because yeah. it's practice and it's not a game. I guess so. All right, we're gonna take our uh, final break. We're gonna take our final break. I did want to come back and talk about the defense. I want to dive a little deeper into that. There were a couple players that were missing and some guys that replaced them. And I want to talk about how well those guys performed. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too? Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the. That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the crockpot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes up to 64 ounce. The Growler. Mm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. To the break. Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick, what you got for us? Well, obviously, there was a great game. Cowboys and Dolphins at AT&T Stadium. They'll be back. AT&T Stadium October 6th. Green Bay Packers, they're probably going to get mm. put up more of a fight than the Dolphins. You never know. Uh, don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys at the game at AT&T Stadium. Check out, you can get tickets at DallasCowboys.com. Even though it is two weeks away, you better get on it. Get on it. That's it. All right. That's all I got. Um, let's talk about the defense. Yesterday, they uh, they end up holding the Dolphins to 283 yards, total yards of offense. Uh, only 70, 72 rushing yards, 211 passing yards, um, 3 of 15 on third downs, pretty impressive, um, and 0 of 3 in the, in the red zone. Again, very, very impressive. Um, the one thing I think that, that still does stand out is, is no picks. They weren't mm-hmm. able to get any interceptions. Uh, they were able to, to force a fumble, which is a good thing, um, and were able to recover that. What do you think of their performance overall, though? As a defensive unit, what do you think of their performance? I think I. I mean, I don't want to rehash everything I said in the first segment. I mean, they they buckled down again. Like it's a sixty minute game. You get credit for the totality of it. I thought they played well in the grand scheme. But again, if if you're looking for things to be concerned about, uh, three takeaways on the year, which is near the bottom of the league. They're one of only five teams in the league that doesn't have an interception yet this season. The other four are all 
pretty bad teams. Uh, Denver, Oakland, Arizona, and Jacksonville don't have an interception this season either. So mm. the Cowboys are the only one of the five with a winning record. Uh, and only five sacks. Only five teams in the league have fewer than that. Maybe yeah. Robert. I mean, it certainly seemed like Robert Quinn gave him some juice. He looked, he looked good. I know it's the Dolphins, but his motor, like he just was giving them fits. He seemed like he was bending that corner every time they dropped back to pass. Got his own sack, and then helped Tank get his uh, get another sack. So that's encouraging. But through three weeks, you'd like to like to see a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I, I expected in this game. Even if they weren't going to get the interceptions, I expected they were going to get a ton of sacks. I figured it would be. Now, part of that, the function of that, or at least how I thought about it was, I thought they'd get a big lead early, and they would force them into a lot of passing downs a lot earlier than they actually did. And so they would get to that point in the game where they're just coming and coming and coming, and that would happen earlier. It didn't. It happened really about mid to late third quarter when they start actually being able to kind of just go get them. Uh, but I, I was kind of shocked that they only ended up well, with we three about sacks. It. On Friday, we talked about maybe this will be the game where the defense just picks it up, gets mm -hmm. hype, get all that energy. You know, for this week leading up against the Giants, that's, I mean, I was expecting them to come out of there a lot better, where now I feel excited and ready for them to face the Saints. I'm not saying that we, we keep talking about, okay, they don't play bad. They're not playing right. bad. It's not horrible. But still, it's not the defense we were talking about last year that is like, man, this defense is carrying the offense, basically, playing for both sides. And right now, I'm, I'm just concerned what's going to happen if a game comes where the Cowboys offense is just not able to move the ball. Is the defense going to be able to help them out? Well, I mean... It Last, I mean, this last against game, better teams. Okay. Yeah, against better teams. I mean, I, I I think that last year the defense carried them because, and they were the best thing that that the Cowboys had. I mean, this so far through three games, no. I mean, the Cowboys have probably one of the best offenses in the league. I don't know what the stats look like, but I I'm, I don't have anybody, them in front of me, but they're they're good. They're, I mean, I mean, Cow I mean top the, three the in Patriots are, are up there scoring, you know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of points too. But and and the Ravens and and things like that. But Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah, they're decent. Um, with Mahomes, no, but but I just think that the offense now has picked it up. The offense is the best. But you thing know, those games happen where all of a sudden, yeah. like we saw it, what was even against the Rams, where the defense was just like off, and that was the side of the ball that you expected to carry the game. You know. But let me ask you this: Is it our perception, or is this defense really not doing what they were doing last year? Because if you remember last year, like they'd give up yards. They were just holding teams to field goals instead of touchdowns. And if you look at what Dave threw out the stat a little earlier about the scoring, right now, as far as scoring defenses are concerned, they're fourth in yeah. the league. So they were it, also, I mean, not to quibble with you, yeah. they were top five in, or six in yards allowed last year. They're certain, they're middle of the pack right get now. It, but but saying, because after, of the offense, because of yeah. the offense, it, it, it's affecting this. And I, I've said it several times. You go find, by the end of the year, you look at the, these great offenses, their defenses won't be uh, rated that high. Go yeah. through three quarters of the game, three quarters against the Giants, 10 points. Against the Redskins, 14 points, mm -hmm. I believe. Maybe even set. No, it, was, it was 14, it was 14 I think. in the third quarter. And then and then Miami, six. 
So some of these points are happening kind of late. I think they're doing. They think they're doing fine. Yeah, and I, I get what you're saying, Dave. I just think that I, I guess the point I'm making though is I look at this defense, and to me, they're similar to what they were last year. They're just not getting. They're not getting the pressure that I that I. It, it's the it's the other things that lead to yards and points that I'm not seeing that I expected and to see from it, them. It's not necessarily that I think that from a point standpoint they're giving up a lot because they're really not. And when you look at the teams they faced so far, that's where my problem comes from. Like if you if this was the defense performing like this against better teams, other teams, then I'm like, yeah, wow, they're playing great. But again, when you talk about who the opponent have been in these first three weeks, I definitely expected them to be better, do better, get some turnovers. Cause what's gonna happen when you play all these other teams? Okay. I, I think just, I, I think know. we know the Dolphins aren't going to be very good, but it, it <laughs> is think? early. It is it's early on. Like I always think, it it, it's weird when people will say, "Well, you haven't beaten anybody with a winning record, or you haven't beaten anybody that's won a game." Well, through three games, I mean, the Cowboys are the reason why they haven't done that. They the, the reason why you haven't won a game yet because you only played three, and one of them you got beat. Um, the Giants actually have won a game. So, I mean, looking at the Patriots, I know they're 3-0. and I think all three of their opponents are 0-3 as well. Yeah. So it, it's still early. Now, they face the Bills this week. They they have their first uh, Both challenge. Both are 3-0, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Cowboys obviously going to the to the Saints. And so it, it happens. But, I mean, it is early in the year, and it's like we don't really know what these teams are going to be. I mean, I don't yeah. know what the Dolphins are going to be, but I, I know they're going to win a game. I mean – they do you? Yeah, they're going to win a game. They're getting outscored at a better clip than either of the last two zero and sixteen teams. Just saying. I, I don't know. know. I'm not convinced they will, honestly. Because at some either. at some point you lose your will. I mean, you know, you hate to say that about professional football players, but yeah. after six or seven of those types of beatings, well, I, think, I don't know how I much think, longer you can hang in like that. You yeah. know, I think that they'll if they can get any kind of running game. I think Rosen was was pretty good there. I I, I thought he 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 moved it pretty well. You know, now that they have an elite rusher on the uh, with Taco, I think that they'll be able to to get some. Such a so dumb. Got a sack. Got a sack. Yeah, but Dak on, gave him a sack. How, really how many seconds? He's a first round pick. You really gonna treat him like no, that? No, I'm not treating him like that either. No. But he's you know, better than. Hey, he comes off the plane on Thursday, plays on Sunday. It's pretty he impressive. Didn't practice no, it all is week. absolutely like forty snaps. But, but yeah. yeah, but he's he's not a lead pass. No, he's not a lead. I'm yeah, joking. He's a first round pick. That he he's got first round potential. He might be the best one they got. Maybe that's the thing, and that's they showed you how bad that they are. By saying, "Yeah, we'll pick him up and, and <laughs> let's play him," and, yeah. he, and he played and he played pretty well. And yeah. either way, I mean, he'll I'll, help him. He'll, I think so. He'll help him. I'll be the first to admit I thought they would play a cleaner game. You know, I, I from beginning to end, I, I didn't think it would be so dicey in the first half. But like, I really I don't care about style points in the NFL. Again, you know, like I, I'm sweating what happens in the second half against Northwestern State when LSU is supposed to win by six. Like that's different. This is still the NFL, even yeah. if you're the worst team in the NFL. And honestly, I think most of those arguments, I think people are motivated by, like, you know, you got to go to the water cooler and deal with your coworkers on well, Monday. And they're like, oh, well, the, the Dolphins are terrible. That doesn't even count. Like, BS, it doesn't count. Well, it counts. It's good, a win. And you only need about 10 of them to get the, to the playoffs. So the you're a third of the way there. About it is, it's not like college football where uh, people's opinions on style points actually do matter because they do affect what rankings are. And right. they affect, you know, but the NFL, they have a pretty nice system of like, here's the record. 
The top six teams go, and you play it out. And so we're going to have a story tomorrow that says power rankings. And people will click on it because they want to know what people think. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. And I guarantee we're you, yeah, well, let's just play. Somebody, we'll, we'll just play it out. Somebody that's three and zero is probably gonna not make the playoffs. It actually happened. Uh, I this is think it's seventy four percent of the time that those teams make the playoffs. So yeah, in sixteen, in twenty sixteen, yeah. there were the, four teams that started three and zero and didn't make the playoffs. That's four, right? Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. So, yeah. so how many did? How many were four and zero that did? Oh, I don't even know. I wouldn't much makes the playoffs. I mean, not really. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, don't think we'll the Bills make the playoffs. We will, but I wouldn't I, bet on it right now. Because I don't think they win their division. So then you start to look across the AFC. Are they better than the other teams that are going to be wild cards? Put I, a, I actually don't think they will. Put a gun to my head. I'm not like I'm not sold on the 49ers being a playoff team. They're 3-0. and And for I mean, for that matter, we don't 100% know what the Cowboys are yet. I, but all you can do is win the games that are put in front of you. And that's what the Cowboys have done. Yeah, the Cowboys haven't been 3-0 since 2008. They did not make it that year. That really, it's such a bummer of a stat. Because, like, you hear <laughs> that and you're like, first time since 08. Like, that's really impressive. You, and then the last time they the did final, it. What was the final record? 9-7. <laughs> right. if, you, if you, you know, but when, it, when that... When it's all done for me, and you're like, "What was the craziest season?" I'm gonna say 2008 was will be right up there because it was because after the three and O game against Green Bay, I wrote a column that said this is the best team in football right now, the best football team, the best football team in the NFL. You didn't write that last night, did you? Mm-mm. Thank you. I didn't um, at all. But you know, it was just weird. It was just a, a weird year, and that was the. It was very similar because they were coming off a really good season. And they kind of, it was like Jerry's, we're going for it. I'm going to get Pac-Man. I'm going to get Tank Johnson. We're going to keep T.O. on this team. We're going to go and we're, we're going to, you know, put, go over the top. And injuries happen, you know. Nope. That's mean, the thing about the NFL. Injuries are the biggest indicator, I yeah. think. Injuries I, and there was some other stuff I was going to say, I, I wasn't around, but even, like, I remember, I just have these vivid memories of, like, being in... I guess I was in college at that point, and like Ed Ed Werder, Ed Werder was on Sports Center uh, every yeah, that was day mm-hmm, because yeah. there was so much drama around this team. Like he just had a permanent hit where they're like, "Well, who got arrested this week?" Or like, who, "What what are the Cowboys dealing with right now? Who had year. who had guns in his car?" Like, I just remember being in college, like. Can we stop talking about this team for like five yeah. minutes? You know, but and we, then I'll well, grow up and I'll work for them and I'll talk about them every day. Real quick though, but <laughs> a very delightful sub story with this team right now. Not to jinx them, I don't believe in that anyway. There's none of that. Yeah, none of that's mm-hmm. happening right now. Taco was the Taco biggest was the closest thing to drama had. they yeah. had, and he's in Miami, now. and that's why. And 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 you go back to to that season, and maybe I've just created a column for myself on Wednesday. But you know, the big difference is was To was on that team, mm-hmm. and To wasn't going to allow for there not to be drama. There's just players that are that are that way. So when you're if you're out there and you're about to send that tweet or text or message and say. If the NFL clears Antonio Brown, you say no. Like, no, you don't need it. You don't need that on this team. This isn't a guy that's going to take you over the top. The Cowboys have done that before, and I'm telling you, that doesn't help you. If Taco was a distraction, what would he, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't need that. And I don't know if he'll ever play for anybody again. But there's, I mean, they look embarrassing. So, so much time left in the year for unforeseen problems to arise but it is refreshingly football centric here in dallas for the time being well have we heard 
Well, I guess we haven't heard anything about Crawford, or is that completely forgotten? I haven't heard anything. Possible... No, but that's the thing about that's the thing about the commissioner is the commissioner could come out today and out be like, anywhere. "Oh, he's got two, three games." Yeah. Like it, it just there is no timetable. They do it at their own discretion. I mean, there is still the Randy Gregory thing that's kind of hanging out there that some fans are like, "Well, what's happening with him?" But mm-hmm. that's not really a distraction because he's not here. So, I and mean, there not. are storylines that are around the team right now, but there's nothing that is really taking this team's focus or could yes. potentially and take this team's well, focus. Well, there is one that's potentially taking the focus, but it's not happening. I mean, you've got a quarterback that's playing as mm. well as anybody in the NFL right he now. He's worried about and it, And he's seemingly. getting paid like, you know, a, a special team's ace. That's what he's getting paid like right now. I mean, <laughs> credit to CJ him. Goodwin. Credit to Dak and Amari Cooper yes. for really And they're balling out whole, right now. Yeah, I mean, but that may also playing be like it. They're worth it. They're both may just be sitting here saying, all right, we're just going to keep <laughs> we're just gonna keep playing it's and fine. we're going to push that, that price, push that Race price, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't think that either one, it doesn't seem like at least either one of them is really pushing the issue when it comes to their contract. So it doesn't become a distraction because they're not pushing it like that. Yep. All right. We appreciate you guys joining us. We will be back uh, at our normal time tomorrow, 1145. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?